What's good, everybody? It's Caroline Lolly. And I'm Maria Morales, and you're listening to Drink Outside the Box. So it's already March, and I wonder where 2019 has gone. I really hope you had a fun Mardi Gras slash Fat Tuesday. And Caroline is going to talk a little bit about what Mardi Gras is. Yeah, so I know in the last um, podcast we talked about how we didn't know that we both grow, grew up Catholic. Yeah. But apparently we did. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not really like, I'm more of a non-denominational Christian right now. But um, for the for those of you that don't know, Mardi Gras is actually French for Fat Tuesday. So even some people call it Shrove Tuesday. And so during Lent, Christians fast. And so that name, Fat Tuesday, refers to like our last day of eating chocolate or our last day of saying bad words or yeah, stuff like that. So do you have any plans for what you're going to take up or give up? Um, I'm not sure uh, yet. I know that um, I'm probably gonna have a hard time giving up certain things like, I don't know, I was thinking maybe alcohol, but that's like hard. I thought you were gonna talk, weren't you gonna say Netflix? Netflix too, yeah, Netflix. Why don't you just do both? I can do it. Come on, you can do it. Definitely, giving up alcohol will help me with the diet, which I'm gonna incorporate to my 40, like to the 40 days. So alcohol, I think I'm going to do alcohol and Netflix. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, I think that I wanted to do dieting because it's something that I struggle with a lot. I have a sweet tooth. So, you know, giving up sweets and things I love to eat, it's really hard for me. I think I'm just going to like try to drink a lot of water as well. I think that'll be good. And zero alcohol. Let's see how that goes. You can do it. Hey, for all, all my listeners out there, you guys should send Maria some encouraging emails to our drink outside the box duo at gmail.com and give her some, some motivation because she'll probably listen to you guys. Yeah, it's not like I'm an alcoholic, but it's being, hard. being a college student and like at this point in my life, it's okay. Plus, it makes sense. I mean, our podcast is called Drink Outside the Box. Yeah. So I wouldn't be honoring the name if I just if I just stop <laughs> yeah, drinking, you know. <laughs> that's true. But like you got I said, a good point. yeah, like I said, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink every day, or you know. But yeah, I think it would be a good thing to give up at least, you know, for forty days. It's not a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Or you could do another forty days, like, I actually did when I was an eighth grader. I gave up Facebook and. I'm kind of embarrassed to admit I was that addicted to Facebook as a 14-year-old, but I was. And I was like, you know what? I can do another 40 days. So maybe you'll get so into it, into that great habit, that yeah. you'll you'll challenge yourself to go for another month or two months. Yeah. I think um, I heard, I don't know if this is true, that after 21, 21st, after you do something 21 times, it becomes a habit. So, as long as I do it for 21 days, I'll be good. Mm -hmm. I think it will stay in me. But, um... Same goes for, like, working out, you know? If you have that time and you're... For me, personally, like, I'm spreading myself so thin right now that if I don't put workout from 
three to five or like six to eight, if I don't put that in my calendar, the chances of it happening are not very likely because Mm. it's not, I don't know. I feel like I'm the most productive and get it done when it's already built into my planner and I make myself go, whether I've gotten six hours of sleep and I want to just take a nap or I've gotten 10 hours of sleep and I'm more energized than ever and I'm ready to work out. Yeah, that's true. I think adding it to my calendar, like my daily schedule will be helpful for Mm -hmm. me. So yeah, that's a good idea. I might start by doing that. (laughs) But um, I don't have anything else. What about you? Do you have any specific that you want to give Regarding Lent? Yeah. I mean, I would say alcohol, but I'm going to be out of town next week, and I'm going to be on the beach the first week of April, so that's not very... (laughs) <laughs> a very ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I feel like I want to stay. I want to keep up with my workout routine. I want to keep up with eating healthy and maybe give up cuss words. I really don't think I cuss mm-hmm. that much, but sometimes it does slip out when it's not the most appropriate time. Um, like one. Oh, my gosh. One time I was babysitting. <laughs> Years ago, and I forget if I dropped something or what happened. Like something really bad happened, and I I think I, I said an f bomb, <laughs> yeah. and I brushed over it right away. I, like I started talking once I noticed it, and so I, they didn't notice it. I don't think. Yeah. But I don't want that to be a habit and cause that to, you know, harm hurt me from something. Getting somewhere, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a good one as well. I think I I don't cuss as much, but, you know, it has become a habit where, like, the smallest thing happens to me, like, a bad thing. I just, like, oh, like a drop of net bomb as well, just yeah. like you. And that's not good. <laughs> that's a really bad habit, but... I think, you know, it would be a really great thing since we're on... I mean, the whole reason of this is... It's religion, yeah. Um, and I think I need to pray more often and I need to be more intentional mm-hmm. about setting time aside for God because yeah. I was actually at um, a church in Nashville, I don't know, a few weeks ago, and they have this board that is you can see, the congregation can see, and it says one over a certain number of hours, and it's the number of hours in a week. And that their point in that is saying, you're here, you're at church for one of these so many hours. What are you doing with the other hours as far as making time for God goes? Yeah. Like, don't have it be just something that you show up for for one hour of your life. Make it one hour of each day or even 30 minutes of each day. So, Because I have the Jesus Calling app on my phone where they have devotionals. And I want to like make an effort of reading that actually for what it is. And... Um, I have a house church that I go to on Tuesday nights where we'll just talk about a book of the Bible and apply it to real life, which I definitely want to keep going to that. But yeah, I want to make it a routine for me to build my relationship with God and see where that goes. Because I think he's definitely challenging me right now, giving me opportunities that he knows I'm capable of doing, but he's the reason why I have the opportunities and I need to you know, sit in that and 
definitely praise him for that i think that's a very good point i'm actually like in this class in this bible class we were talking about like that exact same thing about making time uh to pray and like just making time for god in general and like we can't be that busy right to not make an effort and there's so many hours a day and i like i know you might have a lot of things to do and it might seem that you're super busy but if you want something bad yeah. enough you'll make the time for it yeah it's not even you don't have to you know be four hours and just in prayer but you can at least dedicate maybe like 30 minutes start from that that's a good one um and changing the subject let's talk about the southern woman's show so can you tell us about what that is yeah caroline it's actually it's going on all weekend and they bring in you know boutiques and they'll have their pop-up shop at the music city center in downtown nashville um and actually i went last year because i found out about it since ari the previous bachelor you know me and my my bachelor (laughs) fan yeah (laughs) um fanatic they actually had a special appearance with, um, together, him and Lauren, last year at Southern Women's Show. And you bet your, you know what, that I was at it. <laughs> Try not to cuss, guys. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Starting now, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I went there, and that was my first time. I never even knew what it was. Not really a Southern woman myself, yeah. being from Ohio. But... Um, I had the opportunity to sign up to walk in shows through my agency. Shout out to Tribe Talent Management. <laughs> and so I'm going to be walking on Sunday at 11.30. And I'll have, I think, five different looks. So that's Ooh. pretty cool. Do you get to see what you're going to wear like before a show? Yeah. So because there's like so many people walking in it, yeah. they, the my agent explained it to us like this, like, if you're a, a store owner, would you feel comfortable with, like, a $1,000 worth of clothes, probably more than that, leaving your boutique and hope that it gets back and hope that it gets back in the right condition that you left it in or that they left it in? And they'll yeah. be like, um, no, like, people nowadays are so flaky. Like, the chances of it even getting back in my store is not likely. So we all yeah. walk in our own clothes. But we, we had a stylist pick it out for us oh, okay. based on the options we brought in. Okay. So, yeah. That's cool. I want to ask you this because I, I want to know. Do you see yourself walking for, like, big brands like Couture in the future? Do you see yourself doing that at some point? That'd be life? pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> I don't know if my height's going to keep me from that. I'm 5'8", so. I mean, there are a lot of models that are that. Kate Moss. Sarah Sampaio. There, yeah. yeah. Like, and Kate Moss is, like, one of the biggest ones. So, I, like I said, like, even if they, like, you don't match the exact height that they want, I mean, you're passionate and you love what you do. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's what they're looking for. They'll see that. Yeah. So, that's good. And how did, like, I want to know, how did you even start modeling? So, when I, um, actually, my mom signed me up for... Um, window modeling for Talbot's Kids back in 07 and mm. I've been interested in it before then because I'm a very like girly girl and I love fashion, love taking pictures and 
I was so excited to be in that. And I got to do it with my very best friend, Karen, who um, lived right across the street from me growing up. And, I mean, it was kind of scary as, um, I think I was about 10 or so. No. I don't know. What's, <laughs> what's 2007 minus 1995? <laughs> you, you're asking the wrong person. We got to cut this out. This is embarrassing. <laughs> is it like 11? <laughs> we're, we're not do- even drunk. We're try we're trying math here because we're. I was twelve. Oh, okay. you were close. I was close. Okay, okay. so <laughs> back to where I was. I was a twelve-year-old at that at that point in time. So I mean, it was kind of scary as as a twelve-year-old, you know, being a window model and having these random strangers walk past you and either laugh at you or be pointing at you yeah, because they knew we were obviously live models, not mannequins. And yeah, so I didn't really have any time to explore that because I was in school and my parents didn't really support modeling. They always have, I don't want to say this in a mean way, but they've kind of thought of it as a joke as in like, come on, like you need to follow with your education and get a full-time job and then see where that goes. Like they've never really, neither of them are very creative. And so they've been supportive, but they've also pushed for me to do other ways. And in when I was 16, I signed with Wings Model Management in Ohio, downtown Cincinnati, and never really got much from them. Or if I did, I wasn't unaware of it because I was under 18. So that is all up to the parents on right. what you get involved in. Yeah. But yeah, um, I I still followed it because I've been involved in fashion. So. There's a lot of fashion that goes into modeling, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but when I really got serious about it was 2016. I was living in Houston, working for a startup boutique, and did a lot of work for them on building their brand and kind of styling clothes and setting up their website, Instagram following, all of that, and have used those pictures to then launch my own website and then get got signed with Tribe Talent Management this past October. So obviously if everything takes time, it's all a process and I just have to trust the process right. because it requires a lot of patience and yeah. I mean and if and if something is worth it, it's not gonna come easy. Exactly. You know? Um I wanna ask you what advice would you give aspiring models you know like you had obstacles like your parents not being okay with it or being in a small city like Nashville what would you advise them I would tell you if you want it bad enough you're gonna get it somehow you just need to be persistent and don't listen to anybody that tells you no or if you do listen to it use it as motivation use it as like you know what, like, there's nothing stopping me because people will notice that mentality that you have, that you're confident enough in yourself that you're never going to give up on your dream. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I should have applied that to my, um, to myself when I was trying for modeling as well. I think I have this thing in common with you where my parents didn't really approve. My dad was very, well, he's still very overprotective, but he thought the same thing your parents did. He used to tell me, oh, that's not a real career. That's not 
for you, you should um, pursue a real career and go to college and, you know, get a good job. So all of that got to my head. And, you know, I was young. I was like 16. I didn't really have a choice. So I gave up easily. I shouldn't have done that. So don't follow <laughs> my steps. Follow Caroline's steps and be persistent and continue with that. And you still can. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not like tall enough to be a model, but... That's what people tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're pretty close. You're pretty close. You're 5'8". I'm like, what, 5'4"? Yeah, that's a big difference. But the point here is that if you really want something, I think it's really good to just go for it. And if you're really passionate, just trust your instinct, trust your abilities and your talents, and you will make it. I think that's very important if, to know. If you believe in yourself, other people will believe in you. For real, no kidding. I think the attitude that you have towards yourself, it's very important. Like You have to portray that in order for people in order for people to notice you i think that's very important i should apply that advice to myself when i yeah you should <laughs> it's hard <laughs> but yeah anyway um spring break is coming up and i want to know i don't have any plans but well, are you doing anything for spring break well I'm, I no longer get a spring break, but because I'm working in about five different part-time jobs right now, um, I mean, I have the flexibility to be able to just go for a few days. So I'll be gone Monday night through Friday night and plan this um, Saturday night. My friend Kayla, who I haven't seen in a few years, she texted me and she's actually going to be graduating um, next year. And so this is her last spring break. And she's like, yo, if you can't go with me, I'm not going on spring break. Like, no pressure. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'll see what plane tickets look like. Because, you know, if they're $500 or more, like, that's kind of ridiculous to go. Mm. But it was doable. And so we're going to be there for about three days once we get there um, to Fort Lauderdale. Which I, Mm. my best spring break I've ever had was in Fort Lauderdale. It was junior year of college spring break. And some of my best friends from, you know, junior high were there, as well as my best friends from high school. So that was really cool and really fun getting everybody in one place. Cool. Um, which I don't even know how we coordinated all of that. Planning with one person is even hard enough. Oh my but, gosh. But yeah, it happened and it was a really fun time. So I'm super stoked to be able to go again and soak up some sh- some shunt the. Soak up some... (laughs) Damn, I'm not even drunk. Soak up some sun because... Soak it up. Nashville has been so cold. Oh my god, yes. I hate Nashville right now. Well, the weather. But hey, like, at least you're going to be at the beach. I'm going to be stuck here working. I don't think I'm going to work for the whole week, but still. I won't be getting out of town or anything. I will be getting we'll sleep. Will be New York come oh, yeah, this yeah. summer? So we're planning a trip for New York this summer. And we're coming to see you, Scott and Karen and Kristen. <laughs> if everything goes well, if we save up enough for that trip, we will go. And I'm looking forward to it because I've never been to New York. So Welcome like to a, New York. It's like a dream come true. Um, <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, my spring break is not, doesn't sound fun at all. I'm, hopefully your spring break sounds or is funner. Is that a word? More fun? More fun. <laughs> funner. Are you going to blame it on you um, not being from the U.S.? Because I have this friend yeah. from high school. I'm talking about you, Clarissa. And she's like, don't blame it on me. I'm foreign. She uses that excuse all the time. <laughs> I guess I can say that. Yeah, there are a lot of words. I'm like, wait, how does this make sense? And this doesn't. It's different English. Yeah, English had have been hard to learn as a second language. Yeah. Kudos to you. It, it's okay. It's been it's been fine because I have someone to talk to like every day. Like I had I had to, you know, do it because I went to school. But I don't think I would have picked made up on it. it. Yeah, if I hadn't gone to school, you wouldn't be doing this podcast for real. Thank That's God. That's for sure. Thank God. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to understand you. <laughs> we wouldn't have met. Um, but yeah, for those who are going out of town next week, enjoy yourselves and please be safe. Um, also tune in next week where we'll be talking about all things Bachelor finale related. And Caroline is going to be talking about meeting Blake Horseman, which is the runner up for Becca season of the Bachelor. Bachelor. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Really? Bachelor. Looks like somebody needs to practice their English. <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way possible. I know, I know, I know. Bachelorette. 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 Yeah, you got it. There you go. Tune in next week. (laughs) We love you guys. Take care. Stay safe. Have fun. Don't drink a lot.